Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Memo, So she's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Brand Marketing and PR at Sochi, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Sochi's Director of Market Insights. Thanks for joining us today. Now, let's jump into this week's memo. Hello, and our first item for this week, the Linux Foundation, in partnership with Amazon, Meta, Microsoft, and TomTom, has announced an initiative called the Overture Maps Foundation that aims to create an open source alternative to mapping platforms such as Google Maps and Apple Maps. Reportedly, the Linux Foundation is hosting the program, but it will primarily be run by the four big tech companies acting in concert with each other. The foundation looks to create an open, interoperable data set that incorporates contributions from the participating companies. Linux Foundation Executive Director Jim Zemlin said in a press release that, quote, no one organization can manage the complexity of mapping the world. Instead, quote, industry needs to come together to do this for the benefit of all. The omission of Apple, and more notably Google, from the consortium of companies suggests that the initiative is designed to create an alternative to the dominant proprietary mapping platforms in use today. The Linux Foundation has promoted similar initiatives recently, such as Open Wallet, which aims to create an open standard for payments as an alternative to the closed systems developed by Google and Apple. The long-established open platform OpenStreetMaps will likely be used as a data source for Overture, as will the public records of municipalities. The foundation plans to release its first data sets in 2023. Well, there is surely one thing we can say about Twitter, and it's that the company is breaking news these days at only rates that Google can match. Among the latest developments is an announcement posted on Sunday morning, but deleted several hours later, that Twitter would no longer allow, quote, free promotion of certain social media platforms. The announcement stated that Twitter users would no longer be allowed to share links to a prohibited list of platforms, whether in tweets or in their profiles. The prohibited list included Facebook, uh, Instagram, Mastodon, True Social, Tribal, Post, and Noster. In addition, Twitter said it would suspend any account whose primary purpose is sharing content from any of the prohibited networks. The move seemed aimed to discourage competition as well as to prevent an exodus of Twitter users to sites like Mastodon or Noster, the latter having been promoted as a Twitter alternative by company founder Jack Dorsey. Though it would have affected millions of accounts, the policy was apparently um, rescinded as swiftly as it appeared. The announcement, uh, tweet, and related web pages were deleted on Sunday evening. Next, Google says it is adding an extra E to the well-known SEO guideline known as EAT, which stands for Expertise, Authoritativeness, and Trustworthiness. The new E stands for Experience and transforms the acronym to EEAT. Google uses the guideline to help determine whether web content would be considered by an ordinary user to exhibit these qualities. Google defines the new experience criteria as a way of evaluating whether the author of a piece of content is speaking from relevant experience. For instance, the author of a product review should really have used the product in question. A travel review should be written by somebody who has actually visited the place being described. 
This is different from expertise. For example, a tax accountant has expertise, but someone who has personally used a tax software platform and thus can legitimately review it has experience. EEAT, or Double Eat, is part of Google's updated Search Raider guidelines. The company says the guidelines help explain how web content is evaluated and can also help authors improve their own content. In other Google news, the company appears to be launching a new version of the local finder on desktop that is specific to service-oriented businesses. The change appears to correspond with a recent update to local pack headers, whereby almost all businesses now appear to be categorized under just three headings, business, places, and in-store inventory. Though there is some inconsistency, Google seems to be using businesses to describe service-oriented businesses such as carpet cleaners and tax preparation companies, whereas places are destinations customers will visit such as a restaurant. In-store availability is used to indicate retail stores with product offerings. For listings categorized as businesses, clicking through to the local finder takes users to a differently laid out interface that bears some resemblance to the local service ads directory with prominent callouts for listings offerings, the Google Guaranteed Badge. Uh, when a full business profile is displayed, it shows features that previously were available to only mobile profiles, such as full menus of services. Next, Google has published a new resource it calls the Visual Elements Gallery, outlining all of the components currently utilized in search engine result pages, or SERPs. The gallery is laid out as a visual guided tour of SERP components, including the following. Attribution. These are elements that identify sources of information such as URLs and fav icons. Text results. These are the main text components in search results. Video and image results. These are videos and images pulled from web pages and showcased in search. And exploration features, which are features such as people also ask that invite the searcher to perform related queries. In all, the visual elements gallery depicts 22 search features, with the company saying more features will be added over time. The gallery seems designed in part to provide a standardized naming convention for referring to these components in search. Last for today, though, Google has provided support for adding videos to reviews on desktop for some time. That capability was just recently added to the Google Maps app, as shared on Twitter by Joy Hawkins. Google has recently expanded the feature set uh, for writing reviews, in particular reviews of restaurants, with new prompts to share the amount of money spent, type of meal purchased, and more. Expanding the prompt to add videos to review seems part of a larger trend, as well as a response to growing popularity of video-based recommendations on TikTok and other sites. That's a wrap on this week's memo. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out at meetsoshi.com and the Soshi blog, where you'll find more information about the topics we've covered here. You can also subscribe to the local memo on your favorite podcast service, so you'll never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlson, and we'll see you next week on the local memo.